gentlemen, the Philadelphia Phillies are hot. And I mean smoking hot right now. Our Philadelphia Phillies are exactly who we thought they were coming out of spring training right now. The Phillies are real and they are spectacular. Uh, welcome to the Ring the Bell Show. I'm Chris e. Francesco. Jason Kent, Dean Holzap are here. We are streaming live in, in most places. Um, wherever you've been watching us before, that's where we are right now. The Phillies are fresh off of a weekend sweep of the St. Louis Cardinals where they outscored the Redbirds 22-3 to and out-hit said opponent 34-9. to Just an amazing showing from the Fighting Phils who are now season best 14 games over 500. They hold a three-and-a-half game lead in the top spot in the wild card. Having said that, the Phillies have been playing just damn good baseball for a while now. Um, so here are some numbers. Like I said, they're 14 games above 500, which is a season high. They were seven games below 500 on June 2nd. Since June 2nd, the Phillies have a 645 win percentage. Um, so before we run through the weekend and talk about the hot spots, Jason and Dean, the people want your thoughts on the weekend. Jason, we'll start with you and then Dean right after. Jason, what a weekend, man. Man, not much to complain about, right? So we expected a sweep. We really wanted this, them to sweep the Giants. They took mm-hmm. two or three, so they mm-hmm. won that series. And they come in this weekend against a team that's just not a good baseball team, and they really handled their business. Um, what really impressed me the most, I, I still think, is Aaron Nola, who mm-hmm. seems to be catching his stride at the right time. So you mm-hmm. hope he can he can carry this in. But we were there, was it Monday night against the Giants? Yep. They, he looked good. Mm-hmm. We were there again today. Another today, another yeah. great start from him. Seven seven innings, uh, one hit ball, which was that first hit, uh, first batter of the game, and then really mm-hmm. shut it down. Um, and and they they did what they're supposed to do. So you really can't complain about much. I know I messaged you guys yesterday, uh, kind of busting on Bryce, but mm-hmm. they, they handle business. So you have to be satisfied with the way this weekend played out. Sure, Dean. I really can't complain about anything. Um, you know, I'm yeah. very hard on Nola, and um, you know, we were kind of going at each other before we came on air and stuff <laughs> like that. But I will give him props. Uh, he's had two great starts, and this is a time where he needs to start doing it. Um, he's mm-hmm. notorious for falling apart at the end of the season, so um, don't fall apart now because. Uh, I'm on your ass, Noel. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dean, but do you I, think I, last I, September could be playing into this now, though? Like, he, he pitched really well last has September, to, right? Like, yeah. now he, he has to have at least have that confidence, right? Because I know you're not a big Noel guy, but, but he's got to be playing. It's got to be good for his psyche. I, I guess. I mean, it, it shouldn't take him all season to hit his stride, though. I mean, he's been our worst starting pitcher all season. And it shouldn't take until the last two weeks of August for you to actually put out like great starts, like great starts, mm-hmm. like they're you consistent, know I mean? great starts. So, yeah, yeah. So do this for the month of September, and maybe into the like the beginning of the playoffs, and I'll buy into the Aaron Nola, uh thing for the rest of this season. But uh, I mean, I have no reason to think that he's going to be consistent like this. It's it's really what it is. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, great. You gave me two great starts in August. We'll do it when it counts. Do it if we make it to the World Series again. I don't want to see you give up five runs in the second inning in Houston again. Mm-hmm. In game one of the World Series, you know. 
Fair point. Yeah. So stay. I'm a Kyle Swerver there, baby. Woo! We will we'll get to that <laughs> offense in, in, a, in a little bit. So let's let's just focus at the top of that rotation, which was Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola this weekend. Combined, these two guys went 14 innings, four hits, one run, one earned, one walk, 19 strikeouts, an ERA of 0.64, and a whip of 0.36. So if you want the visual definition of dominance, you know, there there it is. That's what a one-two punch you know, not, I'm not saying should do. I mean, that's like dear, damn near perfect pitching, but you know, 14 innings, four hits, one run, 19 strikeouts. You know, you want a one, two punch that that's, that's what you want. You want to see that not all. I mean, obviously it's not realistic to say all the time, but that's something that you want to see more often than not is your one, two, um, doing what they should be doing. Like, you know, like Dean alluded to, like, this is what should have been done throughout the season. Um, but it's nice to see that this is happening as we approach September. Um, you know, Nola on Sunday was just pure brilliance. He gave up literally the very first hit of the game. Very first batter of the game was a double, a leadoff double. And then that was it. He retired his, you know, 21 of the next 22 batters, you know, seven innings of one hit ball. It was clearly his, his best start of the season. And then you look at Zach Wheeler. Since the All-Star break, he has a 2.68 ERA, which is good for fifth best in the National League. Eight of his last nine starts have been quality starts. He had 10 strikeouts Saturday night. Um, His strikeout-to-walk ratio is the third best in the National League and fifth best in baseball. Um, So that's where Zach Wheeler is right now. Um, So, Jay, let me ask you. This one-two punch right now, man, this this is what the Phillies need from here on out. Like this is what they need. Um what what are your 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 what's your confidence level? I get if you want to go from one to ten, where's your confidence level right now in this one-two punch uh as we get into you know September's next week. So beginning of the year, I would have said 10 because I was very high on Nola. I thought he was going to have a very good year, especially his contract year. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is what this is what I expected from the beginning. This is the type of outings I expected these two to have. I do think uh, we, I, I know Wheeler has shown the track record of being a better performing pitcher, um, a much lower ERA. Um, but Nola has shown flashes. So right now, it is really what have you done for me lately? And and they're both pitching great. I don't expect mm-hmm. Nola to give me seven innings of one run ball every game. I right. really don't because right. I know no, what he no, is. No. But if he can give me seven innings of three runs, I'm okay, especially with the way Wheeler's pitching. If we can just get those other guys kind of rounding in the shape come September, October, mm-hmm. I think we're in a good spot. Because I do I do believe in Nola as much as he's shown me and as much as I, you know, just a week ago really said I'm not on the Nola bandwagon anymore. I know what mm-hmm. he can give us. So I do believe it's it, we're, we're looking right now. We're looking at a positive NOLA that can really carry into September and October, um, which I think is a very good thing. So I would say a seven right now. All right. Um, how about you, Dean? I, I, I guess I'd agree with Jay. Uh, mm-hmm. I made some good points. Mm-hmm. So a seven. Um. Now we let's kind of move over to the offensive side, which is something that's this past weekend. I mean, it was obviously the pitching was great, but like I said in the top of the show, man, just, you know, 
<laughs> when you outscore a team twenty-two to three in three games, and you out hit them thirty-four to nine, you talk about an offensive juggernaut, man. Um, I hadn't yeah. realized how bad the Cardinals actually were this year. Um, and it's they're it's usually struggling. they're usually good. So I yeah. just was like, yeah. like, you know, I don't pay attention to the NL Central or the AL Central. I care less <laughs> about those two those two divisions, but. Um, when I, I like checked in, you know, the beginning of this series, it was just like, they're this bad. Like, yeah. I was shocked. I was like really shocked. I was like, oh, this needs to be a sweep. This team is bad. I mm-hmm. This can't be anything but a sweep. And let's just start it off with Kyle Schwarber. You know, he had a seventh leadoff home run today. Very first pitch in the bottom of the first. Um, yeah, buddy. The Phillies, the Phillies have won all seven games he has led off with a home run. Uh, he has a six-game streak right now with an extra base hit in each of those games, um, which is the longest stretch of his career. Um, and, you know, furthermore, it was the 27th leadoff home run of his career, his 14th with the Phillies, and again, the seventh this season. You know, in the last 18 games, Schorber's hitting 275 with nine home runs, 19 RBIs, and an OPS that's touching 1,200. Um, so, look, th- this dude right now, Jay, I'm going to – Kick it to you, as you know, I was going to with Schwarber. Um, he's got 23 walks in August um, in 23 games, a near 600 slugging. I mean, best month of the season. I think he's batting like 260 this month as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, look, he's he is, uh, you know, we always said, you know, Jimmy Rollins was that the straw that stirred the drink for the Phillies for so many years at the top of that order. Right now, right now in August, we can't talk about anything before August because it's already happened, but we could talk about right now. He's he is literally he's carrying the top of that offense right now. Or he, you know, he's helping it for sure. Yeah. See, my my issue, and I I think you're right. A lot of my hate for Schwarber comes from Topper because they lead him off in Girardi. Mm-hmm. If he's in the cleanoff spot, let's just like I, you can't guarantee the bat a bat would have went the same, but that's a three home run, three run home run if he's in cleanup. So mm-hmm. that's my my issue, and and I think I know I see all the stats where you know when he yeah he leads off or he hits first. There are so many games over five hundred. I get all of that, and and it is great for him to come up in the in the tire the bottom of the first or the top of the first and just hit that home run. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I just. That that's a three run home run if he's in cleanup. I agree. You're up three. You're up three nothing. So I I do. I don't. I, at this point, you're not going to change it. He's not going to change it. So you got to just rely on the fact that he's going to be the guy, and you're going to get a few first inning leads or those yeah. solo home runs. Mm-hmm. But it's how much are you valuing that or devaluing his strikeouts because he strikes out an awfully lot as well in the beginning of that lineup. So he it's. It's a double-edged sword, and you just got to take what you have with him and just know Topper's not moving him, so you just got to be okay with these. Like today, I heard all the crap. Everybody, all my, all my buddies said stuff to me when <laughs> Schwarber hit that leadoff home run. It was a bomb, but you just – you know you're going to have it, but you also got to be okay with the strikeouts and the bad defense. No, I, I understand, and I, I will say this August um... – in you know 102 plate appearances, he's got 25 strikeouts. I mean, he's almost has as many walks as strikeouts, which is pretty damn good. Um, in August, his OBP is over 400, which is, again is spectacular. But uh, 
Dean, your 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 thoughts. Um, you're you know you've been pretty even keel with Schwerber. I mean, you'll rip him when it was warranted, but you're also been the guy that's kind of been look. You got you know he's going to have 100 RBIs at the top of that order this year, most mm-hmm. likely. Um, probably touch close to 45 home runs again. Um, where, where are you at on on Schwerber as it stands today? Uh, well, I, you know, to preface what I've always said, I would prefer a more traditional leadoff guy. I'm, I'm still in that old school mindset of what baseball should be. Um, mm-hmm. But I also understand that the game is evolving and he only leads off, tr- a tr- he only truly leads off once a game. So mm-hmm. like that's, I, I understand the theory behind it. Like he's only leading off in the bottom of the first or the top mm-hmm. of the first. Other than yep. that, he could anybody can lead off. You know, you, he he could lead. He could be the four hole hitter and lead off twice in a game because you know the guy, the three guys in front of them got out. So yeah, I'm not. I don't get as irritated by it as like Jay does, or a lot of other people do. A lot of a lot of mm-hmm. people don't like the fact that the leadoff guy is batting. I think he's up to 190 after today. Um, mm-hmm. So and I get that. And traditionally, I would be a hundred percent on board with that, but. Mm-hmm. You can't argue the dynamic of him on the leadoff spot. Just we're just we're a winning team with him up there, and yeah, very much so. You can't. It just I, I. You can't change that because there's just something about him up in that leadoff spot that just this team just plays better with him up there. So mm-hmm. why why change it? You know, I mean, we, I mean, you saw him trying to change it earlier in the season. We were god awful. Yeah, and yep. you know, I made the prediction that we weren't going to make the playoffs. I'm probably going to be wrong, but um, you know, he's got a hundred. He's going to be. He's probably going to have a hundred RBIs this year. I think he needs thirteen, and there's still yeah. like forty games left in the season. I think so for sure. Um, and you know, what? Something I look at it this there, way, you know. And I look at it this way, and you know, this isn't a, a I'm not slighting Schwarber what he's doing now, but I was thinking about this and I was talking um again, like Jay said, I know I was at the game today and I was talking to my dad about the lineup. And um I was thinking we were talking like, you know, how dominant it would be right now with how good Turner is hitting, how amazing it would be if they just flip flop Turner and Schwarber right now. And you have Turner that leads off the game, gets on base, maybe with a leadoff double, right? Which, you know, very good chance that he does often because he can turn, like today, he turned that single into an easy stand-up double. Um, yeah. Schwerber comes up and boom, you have a really good chance to argue 2 nothing, Or right away, you could have, a, you could hit a single and you got one nothing, a guy on first with no outs, and there's Bryce Harper. So mm-hmm. there's a lot you can do when Trey Turner's hitting like this that, you know, if you just want to flip-flop those two, Schwerber's still beneficial maybe in the two-hole. And it's beneficial when you have that lights-out speed leading off like that. Um, and again, same thing before. Lead-off single by Turner, steals a base on the next pitch. You still got a guy on second base with Schwerber up. So there's, I still think it's something that they can probably play around with. But I, I, again, I don't think they're going to. They're, you know, Topper has already been... Yeah, Topper's been very vocal that, you know, the only thing that would take Schwarber out of that leadoff spot would be an injury. So it's not, mm. it's just not something that's going to happen right now. Um, you know, speaking of, of this month, the Phillies have already hit a franchise record, 49 home runs, um, you know, which is a massive reason why they're 15 and nine in August, you know, a 625 win percentage. Bryce Harper, 
the the king of Philadelphia <clears throat> in August right now is hitting 360 with 19 RBI, seven home runs in 23 games, a 721 slugging percentage, which is third best in National League, and a near 1200 OPS, which is second best in base in, in the National League. So, look, you know, right now in the last month and a half, you know, Bryce Harper's been damn near the MVP of the National League. And this is just pretty unbelievable in the fact he's still dealing with a sore back. And uh, and whatever's going so on go, in his elbow probably still too. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> Dean, I'll go to you. You know, how how incredible is it right now to see no matter where you put Harper, three or four, you know, you're almost guaranteed one or two hits in an RBI per game right now. I mean, this is why they signed him. He's doing exactly what we needed and wanted him to do when he came in. Listen, it's great when he hits a monster moonshot to the sky, but the fact that he's been able to become one of the best pure hitters in baseball, which is something he really wasn't in Washington. He was very much a topping out at like 260 on his average. Mm -hmm. You know, he he's had a couple seasons, I think in the two forties and he -hmm. was a very up and down, just hitter. And now he's, the smartest hitter in baseball. One yeah, of the smartest probably, hitters in the game. He's easily the best hitter in the National League, in my opinion. Um, yeah. It's just you can't – you can't – you can't. what are you going to do with him? You can't – you can't I mean, you can't walk him because he'll steal a base. But, you know, if he's not going to hit you with power uh, – he's not going to beat you with power. I'm sorry. He's just going to dink a single, hit a double. Yeah. He's going to get on base, and, and he's walking a lot too. He's so, walking a lot. And he's not and the, striking out like, at all. And it's just – it's amazing mm-hmm. to see what he's evolved into since he's been here in Philly. Just a, a yeah. well-rounded hitter. Machine. That can also hit for power. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now the power – since you prematurely said it, and I'm going to be on that bandwagon too, because after you said that, he hit, I think, two more home runs. His yeah. power is back, at least we think yeah. it is. And mm-hmm. that is key for this time of year as we make this run, like hopefully, it. into the playoffs. Yeah, and, and I, I posted it in the group yesterday. Uh, they put the stat up on the Fox broadcast on Saturday night um, that Bryce Harper also has seen the least amount of strikes in the strike zone in Major League Baseball. So that just tells me one thing. He is the most feared hitter in baseball. Mm-hmm. And it when you see the least amount of strikes, nobody wants to pitch to you. And that's... No. And again, that's that's credit, like you said, Dean, that he is a well-rounded machine on, with the bat in his hand, yeah. and that's even against left-handed pitching. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, you know, Jason, what are what are uh, your thoughts on what we're seeing out of uh, number three? Um, expected. Mm-hmm. You know, once he started to show his power is back this last month, um, this is kind of what you expect from, you know, the average. It's great to see the average there. I don't expect him to sit around 310, um, you know, but when he's hitting the ball, he, he has one of the sweetest swings in the game right now. Yeah, um, and he can, put it, he can put it to all fields. Um, mm-hmm. And when he's on, he's on. And he showed last year that he can really carry you through October. Um, so you're just hoping he's peaking at the right time. Is it, like you said, his power's coming back. He's all the concerns I think that we had early in the season about him being singles Harper. Um, I think are completely gone. Um, so that's something you're just excited about. Mm-hmm. 
I would really, and I, it's not going to happen, but I just think having a guy like Schwarber batting behind him could do so much extra for him just mm-hmm. because of the fear you have for that. Um, you know, but I think it's also good because your other guys are hitting, so you're able to protect uh, Harper a little bit better this season mm-hmm. than maybe you have in the past because you have those other guys that are knocking, you know, knocking and Bohm's hitting, Stott's hitting. So, you you know, you have those guys to protect everyone right now, and it's a, it's a really good mm-hmm. thing to see. Yeah, and it, like, let's I, not uh, discredit. To... Go ahead. Oh, I don't mean to cut you off, Chris, but That's all right, um, I think it's kind of crazy to think that, that as, as uh, the season has gone on and for his career, that maybe this injury was the best thing that could have happened to him because look what he's had to do to just his approach has a, had the change. It, yeah. And now the power is yeah. coming back and it's just like, mm-hmm. okay, he's either, you know, he can, he's such a, like a perfect hitter now that, yeah. Uh, Cause he's not just swinging for the fences anymore. He knows no. he can now, bloop a single line you know line drive single stuff like that mm-hmm. doubles triple stuff like that like it's kind of maybe it was a inside the park home runs inside the park yeah. home runs now. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so Bryce does. maybe it was a kind of a blessing in disguise that, yeah you know we yeah. sacrificed this power for the first few months of the season but we That's got a great such point a, great such point incredible hitter still clutch too just oh my gosh yeah power. but now it's just you know now he's even more deadly because he's got the power back so mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. And like I was saying before, is like, you know, let's not either discredit Trey Turner in the month of August mm-hmm. in 23 games. He's hitting 300, a 345 on base, uh, the, you know, good power stroke, five home runs, 16 RBIs. Um, so, you know, t- 28 hits <clears throat> in, in the month so far. So, you know, Trey Turner has found that stroke and he's um, he's, he's been spectacular anymore. as well. Yeah, he's not a hack anymore, that's for sure. Um, that's for damn sure. Um, all right, we're going to take a quick break. Our only one right, really quick to pay the bills. And then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about um, the upcoming uh, week before we head out of here. Um, but I am here to absolutely talk to you guys about Manscaped because fantasy football is here. You know, we're just, you know, the NFL regular season is literally around the corner here. And as the season approaches, do not neglect the most important draft pick of all man and that's your game balls we all know how injuries can ruin a season so let manscape take care of that reggie bush of yours with their skin safe technology this should guarantee you have a smooth ride into the playoffs the leaders in below the waist grooming have created a championship lineup with their performance package 4.0 and it's time for you to do the same join the nine million men worldwide who trust manscaped and get ready for kickoff by go to manscaped.com get 20 percent off plus free shipping with our code baseball 20 Inside their performance package 4.0, you'll find a lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag. Again, head to manscaped.com. You get 20% off and free shipping with the code baseball20. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code baseball20 at manscaped.com. All right. We had a pretty big series here. Um, Jason comes back in from the shadows um, and <laughs> it sucks in a way, but it's, you know, we're still going to be able to see Otani, I'm sure in the lineup. And of course, Mike Trout does what, what he's done great in his career and that's get hurt. So Trout's out for the, <laughs> for the series. Um, and then, but you are going to, we are going to most likely have a chance to see Otani hit, but Otani was supposed to pitch on uh Wednesday 
Yeah, that was, that was his next scheduled start. But unfortunately, Otani has another tear um, in his UCL and his pitching arm. Jay, man, like this is a a massive, massive hit to this dude with this um, with free agency coming. You know, this might be his second straight. This might be his second Tommy John surgery. I mean, this is this is something that people got to be aware of. And I know us three have talked about a couple of times, like at some point he's going to have to choose. This might be the time that he might be forced to do so. It seems yeah, it seems like that decision's getting pushed up. Yeah, um, I just can't see any way that he gets close to where they expected now. Um, yeah, I agree. It, it because does you, you, can't, you have kid. to look at this like dude too already. Yeah and, yeah, and you're paying them, you know, that kind of money. Listen, uh, you just have to go back. You can't, like, I'm not saying you can't, sh- you'd have to shut him down forever, but I do think this severely alters his contract. Um, but it, it is nice. It's good for Philadelphia to be able to see him. I'm glad he's still playing. Um, it does sting to me a little more that it feels like every time Trout comes out here, he's always injured and never gets to play. Yeah. Because yeah, um, yeah. he's the one I think a lot of people around here really, really want to see. Um, yeah. So it does think he's playing, but uh, it's it's a big series, especially with the teams we got coming after. Um, mm-hmm. So the Cardinals, we we handled business. I, they have to handle business this week. This you know these this three game set. Um, I really feel like it needs to be a sweep because the teams we coming coming after are division leaders and all yeah. wild card potential teams. Um, so we have a pretty tough you know, 12 game stretch after this. So this, yeah, um, this season or this series is a big series to just try to get up a little bit more before you hit the heavy hitters. I agree. And just a reminder to everybody, you got three at home here against the angels. Then they go on the road for, for six games, uh, three against the brew crew and then three in San Diego. Then they come home for three against the Marlins and then three against the Braves. So it's a, uh, this is a, a pretty intense, first half of September coming up. Um Dean, your your outlook for for this week and actually, you know, the the next couple weeks ahead. I mean, we'll get to that obviously with mm-hmm. doing our shows weekly or uh, twice a week, but still yeah. That's a pretty daunting schedule the next 15 <clears throat> days. Yeah, and that's what I was talking about last time I was on. Like this mm-hmm. month of August really was key for this team because September starts off pretty brutal for for us. So I think anything less than a sweep uh, of the angels is, I mean, you, you know, winning a series is good, but sure. a team like the angels, they're not a very good team. They're never, well, they're never a very good team. You're, you're not getting Otani against you on the mound. Um, yeah. It's gotta be a sweep. It, it's just, it's an inexcusable. It's gotta be a sweep. And uh, I mean, it's a shame about Otani, um, but hey, he'll be it'll be like it was after his first year in the league. He'll just bat next year and still yeah. rock everything out of the park. So, but yeah, it's, it, for me, for me, it's got to be a sweep. It, it has to be a sweep. Anything less than that is a mm-hmm. disappointment. It's not catastrophic, but it's a disappointment for sure. Um, Jason, what's your outlook for the week? Three against uh, Angels, three against Milwaukee. See, I'm gonna be optimistic because I, I do like. Like you said earlier, Wheeler and Nola are really putting in work. Um, mm-hmm. We don't see any of the heavy hitters really for Milwaukee. Um, mm-hmm. I I could feel a five in one week this week. I I really 
I think mm-hmm. they're going to have a good week. I think I agree. I, I agree with what Dean said about Anaheim. We have to, we have to take a sweep there. That has to be. Um, and I think yeah. we can take two or three from Milwaukee pretty easily with the way Wheeler and Nola are pitching and they Completely agree. feel like they can keep it going. And um, I'm going to say the same thing. And I, I, I agree. Um, I think this is a five and one week. Um, I'm trying to find, I guess he's, I thought he played the Phillies as a hitter before. I guess not. Yeah, I guess not. Because I'm trying to find his uh, his splits against the Phillies, but I can't find it. But I guess uh, I guess he never hit against the Phillies. Oh, in 2023. I'm sorry. I'm I'm looking at 2023. I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> dope. Let me see what he did. I'm trying to figure out what he did last year. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is definitely a a five and one week. Um, the reason I, I say that is because so yeah, he hit 200 against the Phillies in three games. He went two for ten um, <clears throat> with uh, four strikeouts. So I'll take it. But he also walked three times. Um, but hey, I don't care. Walk him. Uh, so yeah, I think this is one of those weeks where this is a perfect opportunity because when you got Milwaukee coming, you get the Braves. You have uh, San Diego coming up. I mean, San Diego's not what what everyone thought they were going to be. Um, but still, you know, they, they always play the Phillies tough. Um, I, I really can't wait, hopefully, to beat the crap out of them. But when, when you look at the Angels, it's like a perfect opportunity that if you can sweep this series, then it kind of leaves you open like, okay, if we, if we lose one against Milwaukee, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those things where you've been gifted – the, the the Cardinals this past weekend, and now you're being gifted an Angels team that's been really bad since the All Star break. You know, ever since they were buyers at the All Star break. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> now, so you're being gifted these six games. Take advantage of this because you know we've talked about this so many times before in the past. Sometimes the Phillies play down to their opponent. They didn't mm-hmm. do that this weekend. And, you know, you can bet your ass that's I don't think that's something they're going to be doing against the Angels either. Um, so this Let's is go. the perfect opportunity for the Phillies to really start, um, you know, broadening that that wild card lead before you get into those dog days now <laughs> of September where the schedule gets tougher. Like we just said, it's going to get tougher. So this is a, a three game set. I get the Phillies really, really need. Um, it would be amazing for a sweep. Again, yeah. I would love two out of three in a dominant way, but that sweep is there. I mean, it's right there for you. So let's mm-hmm. just take care of business here and then worry about um, Milwaukee um, and then San Diego the following week. Um, well, all right. So you know what's going to happen in typical Phillies fashion. They'll drop two or three of the Angels. <laughs> They're going to drop two or three against the Angels. <laughs> let's don't put, don't put that out there. Not in the universe, guys. We don't need to do that. I know, I know, I know. But it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it feels like all, it, as much as it, He's like, oh, this should be a sweep. It also it's a hundred percent. I could too. see that. You know happening. What I mean? <laughs> that's the problem. That's, just, right. that's what How they do with these guys. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, like you've seen the ticker in the bottom, head over to again, the manscape.com. Use our code baseball 20 for 20% off and free shipping on your order. Head to SeatGeek.com right now. Uh, use our code on the bump for $20 off your very first ticket purchase. You want to go to one of these Phillies games here to see Otani SeatGeek.com. Use our code at checkout and you get $20 off. It's a big deal, trust me, because StubHub, SeatGeek, they just destroy you in ticket fees. So that $20 takes the pain off a little bit. So, um, and it helps us out also on the back end. So appreciate uh, all of you who have been doing that as well. Uh, 
Follow us on Twitter at Ring the Bell 856, Instagram at Ring the Bell 856. Uh, and of course, uh, uh, like this video, subscribe on YouTube at Ring the Bell 856. We try to keep everything uniform. And thank God I was able to do that. It took me forever, especially on Instagram, to get Ring the Bell 856. So apparently there was another one out there that was dormant for like two years that oh, I guess just been Instagram on the bump 609. um that's good um all right also like i said uh jason and i have been working really hard behind the scenes we're gonna have uh merchandise coming to you guys very soon um that's something that we're actually really hoping to get up within the next week or two um our goal was september 15th i i i'm confident we'll be yeah i (laughs) That's not, my expectation. That's not my expectation. So if I put a date of September 15th, I think Jason knows internally what Chris means is like September 5th. So let's let's I like to get these <laughs> things ready to roll as soon as possible, because, I, I you know, we have um, a lot of cool ideas that are going to be on these shirts, including our logos and stuff like that. Great. But we want things available to you before the postseason. Uh, so, you know, we got koozies coming for all the tailgates. we got a lot of fun stuff. Um, looking forward. They're called Huggies now? I call them Huggies. That's right. Oh, uh, you call them Huggies. Koozies. Okay. They're never I Koozies. I thought that's what you wear outside or Huggies. Koozie um, is well, the I do. name when of I have, I put on Huggies <laughs> because it makes things easier nowadays when you do I bet. I bet it does. When <laughs> when Jason's at the game baking and baked, it, it, it helps him out a little bit. So, um, all right. I'm Christy Francesco. That's Jason Kent and Dean Hall's Apple. Thank you guys so much. Um, big week ahead. Like we said, let's get another sweep, boys. Let's get another sweep. Um, all right. Everybody have a great rest of your week. We'll see you back here Wednesday night after the Phillies and Angels game. Um, and as always, go Phils. Bring it.